Well, that was interesting because I knew who you were too. So I was like, oh my gosh, oh. he's gonna think I'm just this crazy guy. But um, oh, he's okay. no, here it's, now. It's so <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, anyways, let me run by these, run you by these jokes oh, that okay. I have. I think they're really good, to be honest. Okay. I think these are some of my the best jokes I've came up with yet. Mm. So I want you to rate them, but I want you to be honest. How do I rate them? Like one to ten, or? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah. <clears throat> how about? Yeah, on a scale of one to one ten, to ten. One being really bad. Okay. Ten being like, oh my gosh, always say this joke no matter what. Oh, okay. Okay, so <clears throat> my best jokes gonna be reviewed by Joe Wong. My best jokes being reviewed by Joe Wong. Be honest. Okay. Okay. All right. So this one, okay. I took my ancestry test recently, the DNA test.、Mm-hmm. I got fifty percent South Korean and fifty percent North Korean. <laughs> okay. How was that?、Uh, I would say I would give it a six. Oh,、okay. a six. Yeah, because it、a、is it is funny, but on the other hand, I can kind of guess the punchline. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. I, have you tried it on stage yet? Oh yeah. This, oh okay. It usually doesn't do well at all, but I think it's just because the audience doesn't get it. So I'm still doing it. Yeah. But、uh, okay. usually they have the same response, kind、yeah. of like, like. Like what the response you、yeah, give?、Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I but I just、so. think they don't get it. I think yeah, I got it, but I kind of anticipated that punchline.、Okay. You know, just yeah. So you don't think I should say that joke anymore? Ah, <sighs> you can work on it. You know, it's a DNA、oh. test. You know, people do this a lot. You know, yeah. But I think the joke is already perfect. Oh really? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I hurt your feelings. <laughs> I would do better on the next joke. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah,、All、if、right. it were me, I would do it like this. You know, I I did a ancestry test and fifty percent、uh, Korean and fifty percent Uncle John from next door or something. Uncle John from <laughs> next door. Yeah. Who's Uncle John? No, just the, that's the that's the joke, you know. Just... Oh, <laughs> it's、uh, the the、uh, what is it? I forget what term. The turn? No. Yeah, it's like twist. The yeah, twist. The, there's the twist. Yeah, I actually, you know, my biological father is another guy. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, that, That that's the thing I will be doing,、okay. but you know, yeah. But you know, it's up to you. You know, it may not, may or may not work. So okay,、mm-hmm. well, maybe we'll just ag-、uh, agree to disagree because、okay. I thought that joke was a ten out of ten. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll give you the next joke. Yeah.、Then. This one I think is way funnier than the last one. Okay. Then、this、why didn't you give me that one first? Because <laughs> well, I wanted to ease you into、oh, it. Yeah. Okay. But this one, um. This one I think you'll really like,、mm-hmm. and this one gets a better response from the audience.、Mm. I only do it if I'm the last comic on the lineup. In fact, I tell producers, "Hey, put me at the end of the lineup because I have a joke that's gonna kill、mm. if you do."、Oh. So they all. So when they when I tell them that, they always put me at the end of the lineup because they want to hear this killer joke. Oh, really? Yeah. So even if I'm first, I say no. Trust me.、Uh-huh. Put me at the end of the lineup because I have a joke 
that only works if I'm at the end and it's funny. Oh, so they yeah. always put me at the end. After wow. All that. So basically, you should call this joke the no following joke. You know, nobody can follow. Nobody joke. can follow this oh, joke, wow. literally and comically. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Let's so hear it. It, yeah, it's only it only works if I'm the, at the end of the lineup. It goes like mm -hmm. this. Okay. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm the last comic for the night, so I guess you guys are gonna have. A happy ending. <laughs> happy ending. <laughs> okay, from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a double meaning. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. How was that one? Oh, that. I think that's funny. That was yeah, funny. Yeah. Exactly. A ten out of ten. Funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You should. You should. This should be the last joke, right? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I start off with that joke. Oh, start off. I start with off that high. Joke. Yeah. Start off strong. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, happy ending. Happy yeah. ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I would say this one should be an eight. Oh, it's yeah, an eight. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It is, it is funny as the last joke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Not a ten though. Honestly, is there? I don't think there is a number ten joke in this world. Oh, but I just yeah. told you two. Yeah, but then. <laughs> but here's the thing. Every joke has room for improvement, honestly. You know, just, oh, I just okay. don't think any joke is the end product. You can always keep building on it, and, you know. Yeah. That's just my belief. So. Okay, yeah. so that was a, a nine then, or still an eight? It's, yeah, I would say an eight. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. All right. Mm -hmm. We might have to agree to disagree again. Okay, but... man. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're doing this a lot today. <laughs> Okay. Third joke, come on. Oh yeah, this is the last one. Yeah. This one, yeah. this one I think is okay. I think it's just okay, but mm. who knows? Okay, mm -hmm. so... Um, so I went to my friend Fred and I said, um, Hey Fred, man, marriages scared the heck out of me. And Fred says, Oh, why? Because 50% of them end up in divorce? And I said no, because fifty percent of them end up staying forever together, staying together forever. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> what do you think about that? One? Oh, this one, uh, I will give it a ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, yeah. and then just. Don't do it again. Oh, really? <laughs> because there's no room for improvement. It sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no that was a joke that Joe Long said on his Letterman set, I believe. Right? Oh, yeah, oh yeah. so oh, thanks for remembering this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go, now let's jump in. I won't give you any more foolishness, but yes, I, um, I actually first discovered you on a YouTube video from the Letterman set mm. maybe like three, five years ago, oh. I think. And then I watched, from there I watched like a lot of your stuff, your Ellen set, your mm. Stephen Colbert, your correspondence dinner. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh man, this guy is so funny. But um, so I just want to start from the beginning. Like you were, you came to the U.S. to do a doctorate's program for molecular biology at yeah. University of Texas. You uh, 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 Rice. Uh, oh, yeah, Rice yeah, University. Rice University. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you already do comedy before that you came to the U.S. then? Or did you start once oh, you came to the U.S.? I did a little bit of sketch when I was in college. Oh, yeah. in China. In China. But then, you know, the first time around was 
pretty good, but the second time I did it, it kind of bombed. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Because at the time, I had this idea that, you know, all the funny, funny people were born that way. You know, so oh. I just thought, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not cut out for this. You bombed in China, yeah, doing yeah. sketch. Yeah, just in, in my college. Oh, yeah. so you performed live and the yeah. students just didn't clap? Yeah, yeah. What was the sketch? It's a sketch about a barber shop, you know, and then, you know, some customer had problems, so I performed surgery on them. Oh! <laughs> it's a pretty stupid idea, you know. You know, it's college, you just try to, you know. So you started comedy in college? Uh, but I wouldn't say it's, it's not full time. I just tried a sketch and that's it. You know, I never. Tried yeah. It. yeah. What made you want to start sketch though? That's so random. Well, the sketch college. was popular in China. It was still huge. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But there's no stand up. There's there was sketch. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I came to America to pursue my degree, um, but then I just remember my professor has a pretty good sense of humor. That's why I didn't like him that much. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, honestly, at the time, I'm really scared about funny professors because I don't understand the jokes. Yeah, yeah my English yes. wasn't good enough, you know. Because right, right. everybody else is laughing, I have to smile oh. too. But I was in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I hope they're not making fun of me. Oh. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. And then, but then I remember we studied fruit fly neuroscience. Oh. Yeah, and then in the lab there's a sign that says, uh, uh, time flies like an arrow, fruit flies like a banana. Time flies like an arrow, yeah. fruit flies. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pun. It's yeah. by Groucho Marx. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, but, but, Gradually, you know, I started to understand humor, you know. American humor. Yeah. As your English got better. Ex exactly, oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, okay. Yeah, when I first got here, the shows that, was, that I was afraid of the most are, were uh, Letterman, Leno, because I understand the words came out of their mouths, but then I don't understand why they're laughing. There's no cultural context. Oh. No, yeah. Yeah. How I, old were you when you were in this graduate program? Oh, I was 24. Yeah. But that was for your doctorate? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you got your master's right away in China. Oh, yeah. I, I was in a master's program, but I didn't finish it. I just got accepted to Rice, you know, I just started to pursue my PhD there instead. How? If you didn't have your master's? Oh, you can still apply. You know, all you need is... Uh, a bachelor's degree. Oh wow! And GRE, you know, yeah. total, you know, this, and test scores. Wow. And, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you were still kind of young for a grad for a PhD student. Oh uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of in the middle. Okay, that's yeah, true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, because yeah. my peers usually were younger than me, maybe two three years younger. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry. So yeah, so you didn't have the cultural context when you were watching Letterman and Leno. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But then, uh, years later, when I was in China, it, I saw similar things happening to Americans. Because uh, there was uh, this uh, American teacher in China. She was like, oh, I've been in China for eight years. I understand Chinese really well. So she went to my Chinese show. And afterwards, I said to her, so what did you think? She was like, oh, I understood all the setup, but none of the punchline. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's just, it's, you know, punch lines are very cultural, you know. Yeah. Wow, okay, so you didn't even know about stand-up until you were a grad student. How did you, what made you start stand-up in oh, the United States then? Honestly, I didn't even know stand-up after I started working. Yeah, and my co-worker took me to a comedy club in Houston. And that's oh. the first time I saw stand-up comedy. I still remember the first comedian I saw was uh, Emo Phillips. Phillips, okay. Yeah, yeah. Emo yeah. He didn't, at the time, I don't think he did this uh, hair and beard voice thing. He just sits on stage and tells jokes, and he was hilarious. Oh. Yeah. And this is when you were working then? Yes. Not as a student? No, no. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. That's how I was introduced to stand-up comedy. Then I, then my, uh, the company that I worked for kind of went bankrupt. So I found a job in Boston and... Oh. <coughs> yeah, yeah. So once I'm in Boston, I was like, yeah, I should try something new. I'm in a new city. So I just tried a bunch of different things and, you know, I also took a uh, stand-up comedy class. Why? Uh, See, just, that's just so scary. I mean, you are better at English now, but even yeah. people who were born here and speak fluent English are scared of doing stand-up. Yeah, but I just, I'm just kind of interested in humor and stuff. I was like, yeah, oh. I, was, you know, I didn't want to have this as a career. I just wanted to, uh, you know... Have a hobby. Yeah, have a hobby, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you took, so you took that stand-up comedy class. Yeah. Well, what happened? Oh, yeah, but... Uh, <clears throat> I still recommend like people who start out to take a class just because you, you know learn the basics. You know, before that I didn't even know that you're supposed to have a setup and punchline. Uh, you know, just really basic stuff. And also from that class I know that humor is something you can practice and get better at. So you think that Funniness can be taught. Yes, I oh. believe that. Yeah, because in the past I thought you know a funny person was born that way. You know, which is a ridiculous idea. You know, <sighs> nobody came out of the mother's womb goes like, "How do I have fun?" You know, nobody's like that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So would you say you weren't a funny person before you took that class? Then. Um, I never thought myself as a funny person. But then recently, there was this, uh, uh, somebody tried to do a uh, documentary on me. So they made me found my uh, high school yearbook and my uh, college yearbook. Yeah. And a lot of people just said, oh, you're very witty and funny. But I didn't, I didn't feel that way. So, yeah. You know, you know. Okay, okay. So, okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. growing up, I also feel that somebody else is funnier than me. Like, in my household, the younger brother was the funny one. Like, oh. yeah, in high school, you know, one or two classmates are always, you know, they're the sort of live the party type of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so... Okay, so <laughs> you took the class, and then I'm guessing you started doing open mics. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I did this open mic... The, my first open mic was uh, 2002 at a sports oh. bar. Oh, oh yeah. bars are tougher than... And, yeah. and this is a sports bar. They have sports on TV. Yeah. There is a, a pool table and people are sh shooting darts. Yeah. And there's a bowling alley too. Oh. <laughs> it's really noisy, but I went on stage and did my five. I still remember one guy came up to me and said, Hey, 
I think you're probably funny, but I don't stand what you're talking about. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that's that's my first show. But fortunately, I got some、uh, people who took the same class to go with me, so nobody did well. <laughs> <laughs> so I was、yeah. like, okay, you know, we just because that、going. helps. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, if you go on do a show. And they you don't do well, but、yes. you see the other comics not doing well, then you're like,、yeah. oh, okay, okay, it's not me.、Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. It, yeah, I still remember、uh, one comedian, Greg Howe. You know, he was in the same class, and he's still doing comedy in Boston. Yeah, he's he owns a barber shop. So every Sunday we just go to his barber shop and sweep off the hair. Yeah. And just practice our set. You know, we did that for almost half a year. That's awesome. Yeah, but we had to do it because nobody's gonna give us stage time at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear Boston's a good comedy city though. Back then, was it a good comedy city? Oh yeah, it still is. Yeah, still yeah. is. Yeah. It was、oh, like, okay. You know, Bill Burr. You know. Yeah. Dan Cook. Dan Cook. Yeah. <laughs> came from the town. So okay, you took the comedy class. You start doing open mics.、Yeah. Was Letterman your first huge gig then? Oh yes, yeah. And how did you land Leather Letterman?、Oh, that was to my surprise, cause、uh, I thought I would have a better shot at、uh, Leno show because I saw、uh, Ali Wong on Jay Leno before. <sighs> yeah, that's this was years ago. I was like, okay, well at least you know there are some Asians on the Leno show. Yeah. And、uh, one year I was really close, you know, the booker from his show wanted to see my tape, blah blah, but it just never worked out. Okay. Yeah, but then Letterman's talent coordinator Eddie Brill, he took an interest in me back in two thousand five. Do you know how he even found out about you? Yeah, well, he saw me at the Boston Comedy Festival. Oh. Yeah. Yes. And、uh, that that's、uh, pretty critical, you know. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a one the one of the bigger bigger festivals. Yeah. 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 So and then I, I auditioned for him in two thousand five. He was like, "Okay, I think you're on your way to the Letterman show." I was really excited. You know? Then he said, "Oh, but I I need more jokes. Just send me your DVD." So I sent him two DVDs, and he was like, "Oh, I like two of the jokes, but I still need more." But as an Asian guy, I thought that was a polite way of saying no to me. So I just didn't contact him for three years. Yeah. You you never responded. Well, at the, from that point on, I just didn't send him any joke for three years until two thousand eight. He came back to Boston and he told the booker. He was like, "Hey, I want to see Joe Wang again." Unfortunately,、oh, he remembered me. Yeah. <laughs> But、well, you just didn't respond, thinking he was politely saying. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> And that's.、Uh, yeah.、Wow. But those are the years when the late night com late night spots actually counted, you know. But now people. Yeah. Just, well, back then you got on that show. Your that helped、uh, tremendously. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Wow. So okay. So he came back three years later. He remembered you. Yeah. And then I just auditioned again. He said, "Oh, I think your set is pretty much ready." But even from that point on, it's still about you know six months before I actually got on the show because they actually have a lot of comedians、yeah. who are ready and waiting for their spot. And in the meantime, uh, uh, let me 
And then he's the head writer for Conan show. Oh, yeah. okay. And uh, he basically said, oh, you know, you should audition for Conan show. So I started to audition for that show. And then at the same time, you know, Letterman show knew about this. They were like, hey, you should, you know, do your television debut on our show. We have a bigger audience. Yeah. So that's how I got on the Letterman show. You know, just partly also because of the competition there. <laughs> yeah. And when you had the Letterman show, were you still working as a scientist? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was still working. Um, yeah, just, you know, took some, you because I have some personal days, I just took off and went to New York and taped the show and went back to work. So you for you said you started comedy in Boston 2003? Yeah, 2002. 2002? Yeah. So for all that time you were working as a, as a um, scientist and then still doing stand-up on the yeah. side? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what did your wife say about this? Because I know yeah. it's, it's very probably very foreign to... A, even today, Asian people, like, they still don't know stand-up as much, mm -hmm. so... Oh, yeah, Back yeah. then, I bet they knew less. Yeah. yeah, just, this was something I always tell people, you know. Back then, there was a very close-knit Asian-American comedy community. Oh! Uh, pretty much just myself. Just kidding. There, there are a couple of others, but there are very few, and... Uh, yeah, because even most of my classmates from China, they were like, hey, not, you're not doing the right thing, you're wasting your time, you know, but, but fortunately my wife has a, she has a big heart. She was like, yeah, you know, just, just a hobby, you know, she doesn't care that much about money. Because a lot of people wow. are saying, hey, your English is pretty good, you should go into law, you know, or yeah. business to make more money. But, you know, just, she was like, yeah, you know, money... You can, you can always have more, but then, you know... Oh, wow, it sounds like a very yeah, yeah. awesome lady, yeah. Yeah. So she That's wasn't like, like, Joe, don't do this, or... She yeah. wasn't like, oh my gosh, yeah. you're... Yeah, yeah, you're going through like a midlife crisis or something oh, like that. Yeah. Wow. I was. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> after Letterman... I know you went on multiple times, mm -hmm. Letterman, which is... Yeah. was really a sign that he really liked you oh, yeah. and hard to do and then so when what was did your life change after you debuted on Letterman or was it still kind of the same or yeah it changed a lot you know? oh, okay. from Letterman I got I got on Alan the correspondence dinner it's all oh, from that right. five minute spot yeah yeah there's all these all of these people they basically saw the Letterman said and they just call me on my cell phone. You know, just, yeah, it just it's really depend it really depends. Cause a lot of people did their five minutes on late night shows and just had yeah. no response. Yeah. You know, they, they have to do it again. Yeah. Or try something else, you know. So every everybody's path is different. You know? So when you got the phone call and they said mm -hmm. they want you to do the correspondence dinner, mm -hmm. what was going through your mind? Because that is like Legend like Norm Macdonald did that, Conan yeah. O'Brien did yes. that. Yeah, like yeah. So when I saw you on that, like yeah. holy cow, this guy is like like the Asian Dave Chappelle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, thanks. But then uh, this is the thing, when they called me on my cell phone, I was doing a photo shoot for a magazine. It's called Com uh, 
comedians can be sexy or sexy comedians or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was imitating uh, Blake Lively. Remember Blake Lively had a, uh, a magazine cover licking ice cream? Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was doing that. So the ice cream was dripping. I was working on it. You know? Wow. Okay. <laughs> and then my cell phone was vibrating. I was like, no, I'm not going to take it. I have to finish the photo shoot. Oh, my God. So, yeah, after that photo shoot, you know, I checked the message. It was from the... Radio and TV Correspondents Association. I was like, okay, this is kind of a big deal. So to uh, tell them to contact my manager, and that's how it happened. So, while crafting your set for that, were you? Or okay, so when they when your manager said they want you to host that, what did you yeah. think? Oh, I think this is a great honor. You know, it's to you know, it's really a big deal. But on the other hand, my manager at the time, he also was, uh, uh, he also still is uh, Ray Romano's manager. So he's, he's, you know, done this stuff before. So he's calmer about it, but I was pretty excited. Yeah. yeah it took me, I prepared for it for like two and a half months. Because oh. uh, I didn't used to do political jokes. Oh, yeah. so you never did political jokes before that? Yeah, so from that point on, I have to start you know, collecting information about Obama. Because in the beginning, they told me Obama was going to be there. So I read a lot of jokes about him. <sighs> Obama, the thing is, uh, it's very hard to write jokes about Obama because he doesn't have any glaring personal flaws, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, he's Clinton so has cool. this sex scandal, you know. Yeah. Bush Jr. has the, you know, the dumb thing. Yeah. But then, so, but then I still, I was pretty proud. I wrote a bunch of jokes, you know. Yeah, those are kind of, those are busy times. I still remember in the morning, I have to drop my son at the daycare. And then I would drive to a uh, coffee shop and sit down and write for an hour and then I go to work. Oh, <laughs> you were still working? Yeah, I was still working. Then oh. I took two days off to do the correspondence dinner. And uh, after that dinner, I got a call from, I think so, Wolf Blitzer. She does the evening news. Oh. Yeah, like, yeah, do you want to, you know, come to Washington tomorrow? I'm going to interview you. I'm like, Sorry, I have to work. <laughs> I was so stupid at the time. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I still had to. I was like, oh no, I only had took two days off. You know? <laughs> so I went back to work the second day. <laughs> what did she say when you told her you couldn't do it? Well, no, I, that's that's what it is. You know, I told my manager I couldn't do it. My manager was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I know. Just. Yeah, but looking back, I was too unprepared for so many things, you know. Oh. And that's why, also another thing is, um, this was back in 2007. Uh, some talent coordinator from CBS saw me at the Boston Comedy Festival. And she was like, hey, you know, you come to the CBS headquarters in New York, we can help talk. I said, fine. So on the day, uh, I drove to New York, you know, my wife uh, took my son and my mother-in-law just walked around the park. And I went out into the CBS office. So we're just talking kind of like this, and then she whipped out a script. Just, she wanted me to read a part. Oh, wow. The thing is, I have never even seen a script before. Oh, you never acted? Never acted, never seen a script. I was like... 
oh no, I was reading a description. <laughs> you read? Oh, yeah. She said read the part, you started reading the character description? No, just the scene description, you know. Oh! Tom walks in. Oh! oh. <laughs> Yeah, that is how bad I was. You know? Oh just, my god! Looking back, there's so many opportunities I missed. You know, and then they were like, "Okay, then can you write a script?" And I was like, "I never even." Wait, but what did she say when you started reading the stage direction? She was, she was polite. She was like, "Okay, fine, thanks for coming." You know? Well, she didn't say read the, your part. Well, you know, I, I don't know. Wow! <laughs> I mean, she should have. Most stand-ups don't act until. They are asked to, so... But the thing is, uh, you know, a lot of the schools in America has acting class. Uh, or has, you know, yeah. theater, and then you know yeah. a little bit about it. Yeah. But I just have zero knowledge, you know? <laughs> so she says, start, can you read this part? And you're like, Tom walks in, <laughs> yeah, yeah. opens door. Yeah. <laughs> oh <Sees> my Danny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, this like... Wow. It just, it almost... But that's the thing when you go to another culture or another field. It's always like, because uh, similar things happened to me when I came to America to study science. Um, when I did the entrance exam for Chinese Academy of Science, I got a full score on oh, uh, wow. uh, organic chemistry. A hundred, you know, just full score. When I came to America, people thought I don't know anything about organic chemistry because I didn't learn it in English. You know, I only, yeah. I only if you give me the formula, I know what it is, but I have no idea how to say it in English. Just yeah. People just assume, you know, yeah. I didn't know anything. I was like, oh, that was really tough. You know? Yeah, <laughs> but you got a perfect score. Yeah. Holy, yeah. holy. <laughs> yeah, wow. just so much uh, wasted effort, you know, just, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so are you are you still working right now? As oh no, no, I'm not working oh, okay. in okay. science anymore. Well, <laughs> did you go full time then as com for comedy? Oh, because uh, you were still working after correspondence dinner. So yeah, I I worked for another maybe half year. Oh, so not yeah. too long. Not too long. Yeah, the then I gradually get more gigs out of town and stuff. So I just yeah. And you went to China to do a show, right? Yeah, I went to China because I published a, a book there. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then when I was tour, doing the book tour, you know, some producers just came to my hotel. Uh, they were like, oh, we have this show. We were trying to find a host. Do you want to make a pilot? I said, sure, when? And they were like, oh, what about this Saturday? And it, it was already Tuesday. <laughs> so, oh, that's fast. I know. So it was like, fortunately, I had some uh, jokes I practiced in Chinese. So I just went in and used some my old jokes and did the pilot. And uh, I flew back to America. And two weeks later, I got a call from them. They were like, okay, you know, I think the producer said we can go. Wow. And that's just how I, I taped the show. That's almost 10 years ago. How long did the show air for? Uh, almost 10 years. Yeah. Oh, and that's why you came back, because yeah. the show ended yeah. now. Exactly, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that, that must have been a really popular show, 10 years long. I know. It's, a, it's not bad. I mean, it was the uh, top-rated show for almost eight years on the network. Oh, yeah. wow. Did your son and wife live in China? 
with you? Oh yeah, yeah. They lived in China with me for about six years. You know, then they come here to study. So. Yeah. So that must have been kind of hard to live in different oh, yeah, yeah. countries. Yeah. yeah. So what made you come back to the States then? Instead of doing like yeah. another show in China? Or... Oh, well, I'm still uh, doing shows in China and I'm touring both countries now. So. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. But you want to live in the States over? Well, it depends because right now my son is going to school, you know, I figure, you know, I should be around, you know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, but w yeah. when he graduates, do you want to move back to China? Um, maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll see, you know, because we're, we're proud. Hmm, it's hard to say. You know? Yeah. In this business, it's just hard to say where the opportunity is, you know. So, yeah. Wow. Mm. So who was the most shocked when they saw you do Letterman? Like, were, when people started seeing, mm -hmm. when you started telling people, oh, I'm going to be on Letterman, yeah. were, like, people back at, in China, like, what the heck? Or, oh, yeah. like, was it, like, were your friends and family, like, shocked that you were actually finding so much success in comedy? Or were they like, oh, okay, that makes sense? Oh, yeah, I think they're kind of shocked. Um, I'm mostly a quiet guy at work and stuff, you know, I just want to do my work, you know, I, if I, you know, joke around at work, I just feel that I am, you know, cheating my employer, you know, like, oh my yeah, god, I was, I was like, okay, I got paid a, a wage here, I should do my work, you know, oh I'm, I'm the type of guy, so like, you know, I don't, yeah, so, I think, you know, then gradually they found out, and uh, I, I, right before I, went on Letterman show, I actually told my dad about it, but then he has no idea what that is. He's like, okay. <laughs> and then he heard about my story on the radio, you know, he, was, he listens to the radio every, every day around noontime, you uh -huh. know, it's the same program, and he just heard about me doing stand-up comedy. That's the first time he knew about it. <laughs> You're probably the first really big Chinese comedian. I can't think of another Chinese comedian that found as much success before oh, you. Oh, oh, yeah. Probably, you know, if you count Jackie Chan as <laughs> <laughs> No, he's end of comedians. Yeah, yeah. End of comedian. Yeah, yeah. But, but there's no stand-up comedy before them. So was... Did you get a lot of press in China because oh, yeah. they didn't know what stand-up was? Or? Yeah, I got... I think so I, you probably introduced a lot of Chinese people too stand up. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. So a lot of, uh, this was what I found out a couple of years ago, you know, when these younger comedians came up, uh, came up and then they were interviewed, they would say, oh, I started doing snap because I saw Joe at the correspondence dinner. They were like, okay, well, I guess Asians or Chinese can do this too. You know, they, then they started doing it in China. And uh, yeah. When you hear that, mm -hmm. do you feel like, do you feel proud? Do you feel warm? Or are you like, oh no, that's too much? Or Oh yeah, I'm very proud. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, stand-up comedy is probably the biggest phenomenon in entertainment for the past 10 years in China. When I first went back to China, I was bigger than stand-up comedy then. People know me, but they have no idea what stand-up comedy oh, is. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, and 
and uh, there was like one stand-up comedy club. You know, it was run by uh, like American expats. Well, no, not American, just the British and stuff. Yeah. They have a little club there called Comedy Club China. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then some uh, Chinese started to do stand-up. But then there's like one comedy club in the city of Beijing, which has uh, 23 million people. They do one show every week or every month. That's yeah. about it. Barely any people are listening. So I started to promote them on the Chinese social media. And sometimes I go there and, and perform as well. Yeah, I still remember after a show, uh, six or seven guys just formed a circle with me uh, outside in an alley next to a dumpster. <laughs> we just talked about how shows were run in America, how the open mics are run, oh. what the professional shows are like. And now there are you know, 20, 30 clubs in Beijing. Wow. That oh, that's be, a big group. Yeah, it's like hundreds of clubs all over the country. You know, it's, it's enormous now. It's a huge okay. business. I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to the World Economic Forum uh, Toward the end of July, just, uh, toward the end of June, actually. Yeah. Just to talk about the development of uh, the stand-up comedy scene in China. It's huge. Yeah. I have a feeling you're probably gonna go down in a history book, right? For probably bringing stand-up to China. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Depends on who writes that. <laughs> There's some guy who really hates me. <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> If I said my 50% Korean, mm -hmm. uh, South Korean, North Korean joke at the comedy club of China. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Do you think they'll laugh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I think you're fine. <laughs> you didn't answer yeah. the question. Yeah, yeah, I think they will laugh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, what would happen if a stand up comedian. Um, if but, they... but here's the thing, because I think every country has certain topics you yeah. can touch. Yeah. yeah, you know, like like here in the states, you know, there are certain things yeah. that you can't yeah. be discriminatory toward. You know, minorities. You know, you know oh, you can. Women. <laughs> That's all my material. Oh, I know. Sorry, rude your set. Is that yeah. why no one's been laughing at my stuff? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you just kind of have to know the rules and different yeah, things to, okay, to okay. do it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Okay, well, another thing I want to talk to you about is, yeah. uh, how long have you been married for? Oh, uh, like more than 20 years. Oh, yeah. wow. Met in college? Oh, no. Uh, we met after... We started, oh, she was working at the time, but I was uh, a graduate student. Oh, yeah. how did you guys meet? Because, uh, oh, we actually met at a Korean language school. Oh! Yeah, I'm ethnic Korean, but yes. then I don't know how to speak the language. So I went to a uh, Korean school, and she happens to be there too, and that's how we met. Yeah. So you know how to speak? A little bit of Korean? A little bit, you know. Oh! Yeah, I'm talking about so I don't know. Do you speak Korean? Not as... Not good. Oh, okay. That, that, that part I understand. You know? Oh! Yeah. Wow! Um... 그러면... Uh, 
이 인터뷰 한국말로 하면 할수 있을 것 같아요? 잘못합니다. Your Korean sounds just as good as mine. My Korean has a very thick accent too. But I, I, I didn't know you spoke Korean. Uh, very little, you know, because I, yeah, I learned it myself. And when I was at graduate school, there's some Korean students there too. Wow. But, you know, yeah, but then just, uh, yeah, it's, it's not my strong suit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so you were, you were uh, in China, there is a community of Koreans who are ethnically Korean, but they were raised in China. Yeah. yeah. Do ethnically Chinese people treat you guys differently then? Or they don't care? Or... Um, it's interesting because in China, if you're a minority, there's certain benefit. Oh! Yeah, it's very different there. You know, I don't know if that's the case anymore, but in the past, if you're an ethnic minority, uh, your family gets to have two children instead of one. Well, there was the one-child policy in China. Wait, why? Why do they let you have more? Because I guess they just want to, you know, have more minorities, I guess. Who knows? <laughs> but that was the oh, policy at the time. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. And also you can, I think, uh, have some uh, benefit in terms of getting into college and stuff. So, wow. <laughs> so the one country where it's good to be a... Korean person to get into <laughs> college as well. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but that's kind of the reverse here, right? You know, yeah. For Asian, you have to be like, I I forgot the numbers. Like two hundred and forty points more than yeah. I was to get. I don't I don't know it, but I believe it. Like yeah. oh my gosh, I used to be a high school choir teacher and. Oh, a lot of the Asian students. Oh, they have to study hard to get to the same college. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's kind of the but. Bad cycle, right? You know, you're reinforcing it, you know? <laughs> I don't want to study, but uh, in order to go to the yeah. school, what I'm doing, I'll study yeah. harder. And then they were like, wow, wow. nerds. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. how did you... Did you like your wife first? Did your wife like you first? Did you guys start off as friends? Or? Oh, yeah, I, I tend to think she liked me first. But, well, oh. no, but I oh. <laughs> okay, okay. But we started off as friends first, and then... Gradually, so... Was yeah. it like you yeah. really were friends or was it like, oh, she's cute, oh. let's, let's be friends so I can hang out with her? Yeah, that, that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my problem, Joe. Oh. Um, I, I do the same thing. Okay. I start off as friends yeah. when I think they're cute, uh-huh. but they keep me as friends. They don't, they no. don't, uh, they don't evolve me. Are you too. sure? You, do you have a girlfriend right now? No. Oh, I haven't had a girlfriend for eight years now. Really, I find that hard to believe. I had a lot of girlfriends. Yeah. Who are just girl, who are friends. Yeah. But, but you do want to keep the keep it that way, right? Do you want a girlfriend? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. That's why I need your help. Oh. Because I don't know what I. Well, I have theories on why. Uh huh. I think I'm too nice. Oh. I think I'm too available. And I think yeah. the comedian I interviewed last week, he said, I have really thirsty energy. I don't know. I don't understand that. Just drink some Gatorade. <laughs> 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 uh, did you know what thirsty means? Yeah, I mean, no, okay, 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 okay. too eager or something, right? 
Is yeah, he says, right? I, I, seem, I, I, I too seem like I'm, I'm desperate. It seems he says, I, I seem desperate. Yeah, I think that could be a, a turnoff for a lot of girls. I, it's, I, I was on the other side once, you know, because oh, okay. the company that I used to work for has, some, has a lot of female co-workers. Okay. And they were, they were dating, and one of them just said, oh, I'm dating this Indian guy. He's really nice, but he's too nice, you know. Keep sending me flowers for no reason. That's me. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> yeah. But why? Why don't girls like it when I send them flowers? <laughs> Beats me. <laughs> why don't they like it when I text back right away, even if they take two days to respond? Oh. I'm being I'm being a gentleman, no? Maybe you just need to uh, ghost them more, you know? Just. But then that's being me. I know. I. I I really don't have any answer right now because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I wasn't good with the ladies to begin with. And now time has changed so much, you know, it's like in the past when I'm at a show, this, this is in China, you know, this happened two years ago. And uh, we, there's, there's an event, a girl got a big prize. I was like, congratulations, you know, I hope you'll find a boyfriend soon because oh, actually both girls got the prize. Okay. Yeah, and then they were both single. Yeah. And they were like, hey, can you take that word back? We don't want boyfriends. <laughs> we're okay by on our own. You know, just a lot of people, they... They don't you know, want a boyfriend. Yeah. I think now the roles might be reversed. You know, you have to let the girls chase you, I guess. You have to play hard again. But no one's chasing me right oh, now. Oh, really? Oh, God. So are you sure the roles changed? Oh, man. You have a lot of tough questions. <laughs> From the very beginning, a lot of jokes. You know? <laughs> yeah. now, now it's your, your love life. Jesus. Yeah, I feel I'm you. desperate. I don't know what to do. It mm. hurts to sleep at bed alone at night. Mm -hmm. No one to talk to or to hold hands with. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta stop there, okay? <laughs> Otherwise, I almost volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have to give me, if yeah. you have to give me one advice yeah. for being able to find a girl, um, when my problem is being yeah. too nice, yeah. what would it be? Because that—that is my problem. I had, I had. Two girls tell me, mm -hmm. I want to like you, yeah. but I can't. So What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I know, well, but it means what it means. It's she, she knows she should like me because mm -hmm. I'm doing all these nice things. Yeah. But so in her, logically, oh. she's like, I should like this guy because he's really nice. But emotionally, she can't. You need a guy to spot you. You know, sometimes you need a spider in the gym, right? Oh, yeah. like a wingman? Like a wingman, but then the wingman is not to help you look good in front of ladies. It's to check when you should respond to her. Oh. You know, maybe just give her some time, give her some space, let her miss you, and then, you know, you, you respond. Yeah. You I might need a guy like that, you know. So maybe, maybe can you be that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
I can try. Or if I'm on a date, I can wear an earpiece, and yeah. you could just tell me what to say yeah, yeah. when I'm, when yeah. I'm on the date. Yeah. But then if she, if I end up marrying her, you're gonna have to do that forever. Oh, oh my God! Always <laughs> <laughs> the, the wingman yeah. <laughs> after marriage, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah there are certain. I don't know. This is uh, probably bad advice, but somebody told me that on your second or third date, you have to show some of your problems or something. Just make her feel that oh you know the guy that's like, you know yeah I have to like I have this rash oh no on, not not that kind of discussing <laughs> oh <laughs> okay like, but you said show them a problem yeah just like maybe not that nice I have right? really high blood pressure yeah. <laughs> oh yeah no family has a history of diabetes <laughs> oh, like that oh, no no not that kind of thing oh well, <laughs> well I'm confused Joe you uh, said just, your advice is not making just, any sense to try to become me a Less perfect date. No, it's like, oh, that's oh, yeah. to try to oh, yeah, like yeah. mess up a little bit yeah, to show that you're little, not yeah. like a not yeah. a perfect guy. Then she's like, oh, I'm gonna fix him or something. You know, just oh, like, yeah, that's what I heard because you know, my dating story is so. I just my charm is just so big. I didn't have to. Know oh, no, 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 just kidding, just kidding. No, no. But, I uh, believe you know, it. You are no, a very charming guy. No, no. <laughs> no, no. It's it's pretty difficult, you know. What? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you just said be a little bit quieter. But oh, we're almost. Okay. okay. So, well, yeah. Sorry. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> I guess we're talking too loud. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now we should. Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have to talk. I think this volume is fine. Yeah. Maybe maybe you have to adjust the volume. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, the audience <laughs> listening to. What's going? On? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and the tune is off. Well, okay. So yeah. maybe so if I'm on a date, I should say like something like Well, actually, maybe it will help if we are if we do would you be comfortable doing an improv? If you were uh, my date and this was date number 3 mm -hmm. and I have to tell you Oh, okay. All right. Let's do it. Then. Okay. I I'm, I'm the I'm the date. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. And I I took you to Din Tai Fung. Okay. Now, this uh, is my arcade. boba tea. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tai Fung. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey, Joe, Joe Nick. Mm -hmm. This is our third date now. Oh, is that third already? I know. It's oh been so God. much fun. Oh really? I thought it was the tenth. Oh, oh no. I feel the <laughs> no, same way. <laughs> I just thought I share with you something. That would make you want to fix me. Why are you so sad? Because I have a problem that I think you need to help me with. I... No, let me stop you there. Wait, but why? You shouldn't let her know that you know this is a problem. You should show her without telling her. Oh. I have this problem. She's like, hmm, I found something. I discovered okay. something in the okay. sky I can fix. Oh, okay. so don't tell her that yeah. I have a problem. Yeah, yeah, just, just show the problem. Just show yeah, yeah. the problem, mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we can try a role reversal. Okay. Where you're, now you have to show me the problem, so now oh. so that I can better understand. Oh, okay. So... Uh, 
Hey, 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 Brian. Hey. Yeah. Oh, it's good to day. see you. Yeah, yeah. Feels like the tenth day. Oh, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Oh my God. You know, I just, uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I just can't do thing anything right. You know, I always mess things up. Like what? Everything. You know, it's like I always make make the wrong decisions. I think I just have a low self esteem. You know, that's the problem. Yeah. Well, how can I help you? Is there a way I can help you with that? Uh, no, no, I think I'm fine. Uh, you know, I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't tell you this, but uh, you know, I think this has something to do with my upbringing. You know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah. I guess maybe we can talk about it more on our fourth day. <laughs> it worked, you know. You're a genius. <laughs> Just, just <laughs> say something, you know, she, she may like, oh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, we should talk about it. exactly how I feel about that thing, you know. Then, wow. You know, yeah. That's what I've noticed, though. Yeah. Dating is, it's a, now especially, I think dating is a game. It's not about being sincere anymore. It's mm -hmm. about. It's a game, it's like... It, it is a game, but also you could be sincere too, because the problem you reveal could be a real problem, you know? That's true. Yeah. Could be, or, or a problem that has already been solved, but you still want to use it. Yeah, <laughs> you're so right. You, you just have to play the game in a sincere way. Yeah, exactly. But on the other hand, even if she later on found out they're playing a game, but still, at least she appreciates the effort, right? You know, seriously, you know, that's what I keep telling guys. You know, some people actually came to me, they were like, oh, I tried, you know, I tried to make her happy, make her laugh, but I don't know how to tell jokes. What, sh what should I do? Well, tell him to, tell him, give him my 50% Korean South Korean Yeah. This is a white guy. That's <laughs> 50% North Korean. <laughs> Well, the thing is, I always tell them, you know, even if you bomb a bunch of jokes, well, she knows you're trying. You know, that's, that's oh, what, it, what it counts, I guess. It's yeah. the effort. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, and, this... and you give her something to work with, your sense of humor. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, Mr. Joe, I know you're a busy man. We're at the hour mark. So this oh. is the question I ask all my guests at the end. Mm -hmm. Starting from last week. Oh, and it's uh, uh, so I, and you only interviewed me since last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, what is your favorite quote? Favorite quote on what? Uh, um, anything really. Oh. Uh, uh, I guess actually for life. Maybe? For life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and this is a hard one because you yeah. know some people don't know quotes or you know it's kind of yeah, like yeah. could it be a long quote so you could paraphrase yeah but you know yeah I remember, I could remember if this is a, a quote or is uh wow this, so like succeed often oh no no I'm sorry fail often succeed soon. Oh. You know, the only way you can succeed quickly is to fail very often. You know? yeah. oh, I love that. Is, yeah. where, where's that from? Dude? I couldn't remember now. Okay. Uh, 
Maybe I thought of this. No, no, yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I couldn't remember. You know, I, yeah. I apologize if I quoted you, but <laughs> I, you know, I didn't it, reference you. I really just. It sounds kind of like a like it would be like a pro like a Chinese proverb. I don't want to be racist, but that yeah, kind of yeah. sounds like a like o- almost like an ancient could, wisdom could be. saying. Kind but of. also, it has something to do with my science background, because oh. when you're doing experiment. Most of the time, you have to fail. You know, have to fail again and again, oh. so you know, oh, this is wrong. You know, I, yeah, because yeah. if the experiment is very easily succeeded, you know, then that means it's not that important, or yeah. it's not significant. You know, so yeah. But that's kind of like my dating life. I'm I know. failing a lot, yeah. but I still found no I hope success. I succeed too. <laughs> I hope so too. Yeah, yeah. I hope so too, but mostly failing for now. But that yeah. quote gave me hope oh. and oh, motivation I'm to continue. Glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then last thing. Oh, anything you want to plug? Where oh. can we find you on the socials? Oh, okay. So my mom can follow you and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and oh yeah, I have you know Instagram. Uh, the What's the handle? Uh, just uh, Joe Wang Comedy. Joe Wang Comedy. Uh, okay. TikTok is at Joe Wang Stand Up. Joan Santa. Was yeah. Joan comedy already taken? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guess? Because <laughs> that's usually when people change it up. Oh uh, yeah. Is it an actual comedian named Joe Wong, or are they posting your clips? I have no idea. So okay. I just registered this uh, two months ago, and it's like they wouldn't let me use Joan comedy. So okay. <laughs> Joan yeah. Stand up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And any, I know you have a show at Boston coming up. Oh no, that show got postponed. Yeah. Are you able to say why or? Oh, um, it's just not enough time to promote it. You know, we have to do it in probably September. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got That's good because uh, then when people hear this episode, they can, <laughs> they still time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And not yeah. people. Yeah. Sing singular. One my mom. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. If you understand Chinese. Uh, oh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Anything else you want to promote then? Uh, yeah, oh, YouTube show. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a YouTube show for the AAPI Heritage Month. Okay. It's called uh, uh, Chat AAPI. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> a play on ChatGPT. Love it. Yeah, we actually work on this for a couple of weeks now, at least, you know, uh, back in April. Um, oh. Yeah, we want to, you know, do maybe 10 minute segment or 15 minute segment to talk about what happened in the uh, AAPI community this year, you know, you know the movies, um, you know, the hate crimes, you know, we talk about this stuff, so. Last question. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, and I is going to end the podcast on a serious note, but I am very, very curious. Mm-hmm. Do you think there are more Asian hate crimes now than there were in the early 2000s or less? Oh, way more now. Way, way more now. Oh, way more now. Yeah, early 2000s, you barely hear anything uh, against Asians. Oh. I mean, there are like, you know, gang fights or, you know... That's surprising because back then it was kind of more okay to be racist or it yeah. wasn't as like the yeah. cancel culture didn't exist. So. Yeah, but then the racism has always been there. That's, yeah. Uh, I, just, I think this is in 20, late 2020, early 2021. 
I was invited to do a discussion panel on, on a TV show here in America. I wanted to talk about the coronavirus-related anti-Asian uh, discrimination. I said, yeah, I can talk about that. But I also want to talk about the discrimination against Asians before the pandemic. Guess what they said? They said, okay, we're going to look for somebody else. Oh, oh. Yeah. Because people only want to talk about, only want to think that anti-Asian racism is because of coronavirus. But it's not. It, it's been there the whole time, you know? That's very sad to hear that that was their response. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't want to talk about the root of the problem. They just want to find a way. What's hot to, right now? What's hot right now? How do we uh, deal with it right now? And that's it, you know? So. Oh, so they want to put a band aid on, not yeah. like a permanent. Yum. Yeah, wow. that's why I, you know, I really wanted to do this uh, chat API. Uh, you know my comedy, you know, I didn't used to talk about, uh, talk about the race material too much. I thought it was too easy for an Asian guy to talk about Asian mm -hmm. hate. Yeah. But on the other hand, <clears throat> later on I noticed that if I don't talk about it, if we don't talk about it, not a whole lot of people do. And yeah, that's yeah, true. And that's if, true. if you don't talk about it for a week, people forget about it. So you just have to keep talking about it, you know, it's, uh, that's, that's kind of the burden or, or blessing. <laughs> yeah, responsibility. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I, I don't talk about politics stuff at all, yeah, but yeah. You, you're told you're so right. Yeah. You're, it's not talked about enough, especially most uh, by, uh, yeah, Asian, oh, yeah. Uh, celebrities, entertainers, figures. Um, yeah, I understand more. why most entertainers don't talk about it because it upsets people. Yeah. If an Asian guy talks about racism, people really hate it, you know, because I experienced this firsthand. I even oh. had people throw water at me just because I talk about racism against Asians. Or at a comedy show? A comedy show, yes. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the reality, you know, so... Wow. Uh, people don't accept that racism can be toward Asians. They just say, they feel that racism is... Because uh, they're like, voila. Yeah, yeah, black and white. It's not, you know, nobody else's business, so, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Really, really fast. Yeah, yeah, really okay. fast. Mm -hmm. What is the solution? What, or what are some steps that we can take right now? Yeah, we're already taking some steps. You know, there's more Asian representation in entertainment and politics. Uh, the next step is just for everybody to be aware of this and keep saying it, keep stressing it. So you actually think the issue is that it's kind of like almost Asian culture. Don't cause uh, yeah. disruption. Don't just stay quiet. Yeah. Just be reserved. So it's kind of like going against yeah. kind of our natural exactly. personality. Yeah. Wow, that's And also, deep. I know that there are a lot of uh, um, people in science, they don't feel they're discriminated against because, you know, they're like, oh, I'm living fine, you because know, they go to work, go to a Super 88, buy some grocery, and come home and yeah. cook. Uh, of course, but then... In broader picture, you know, the racism has already always been there, you know, because after that was started to do stand-up comedy, I experienced this more, you know, because I got exposed to 
a more variety of uh, people, you know. I mean, most people are nice, but still, there are people just, you know, say things like, you know, go back to China, change Chinese oh. music, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> so you, oh, wow. Another thing is I uh, just have a little bit of empathy, you know, just when you're not the victim, but then you should come out and support the victim. You know, if you don't know how to say it, just support people who are speaking up against it, you know, so to do something. And uh, even though the AAPI is only probably the smallest minority in this country, but the absolute number is still huge, you know, that a couple of millions, right? Yeah. Five millions or something. Yeah. It's still a lot of people yeah. that can make a lot of noise. Yeah. So that's really important. So we have to speak up, <clears throat> yeah. we have to keep speaking about mm -hmm. it and bring awareness to it. And I think that's a yeah good good first step for sure. Yeah, there's no quick solution, but it's you know you have to keep doing this. Yeah. 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 May I ask one last quick question? Because okay. <laughs> this one I'm really curious. Yeah. So if you are being discriminated against at a comedy show mm -hmm. by an audience member, or I'm guessing even another comic, yeah, how do you respond? It's very tough, you know, because you go to a comedy show, you just want to have a good time. You don't want to deal with this. Stuff. Yeah. But then it just happens. So you just have to say something. Yeah. Oh. Just don't let it slide. Just say, oh, that's not cool. You know, even if just a, a look or something, it makes a difference. You know, make people realize, oh, it's not right to do this. Because there, there are people who deliberately want to hurt you. And also others, they just didn't know or didn't know better. Yeah. If they understand, oh, this is bad, and then, you know, that could stop them from seeing this stuff again and that stuff gets repeated in school yeah playgrounds and kids get bullied and stuff so wow you know. what you're saying is so powerful because what we have to do mm -hmm. is just so against just our culture you know oh, like, yeah, you yeah. know in korea in oh. japan china mm -hmm. you always want to be cool you never want to upset anyone, you want to let things slide, you just want to be like, you want to brush it off. Mm -hmm. But in this case, we just have to do the opposite. Yeah, because you know? yeah. uh, in America, if you don't have a voice, you just don't have presence. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll end our, our uh, podcast like that. But I'm, I'm glad, That's yeah. so, that was so, I love that you shared about that. That was so deep. and. Um, I'm I'm the opposite of what you I'm 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 someone who needs to hear this because mm -hmm. I feel I that's what I do I brush it off I don't mm -hmm. say anything but I think you made me realize like it's not helping the the mm -hmm. problem and it oh. is a problem I know okay. there's a problem but you motivated me to be part of the solution Yeah I mean you don't have to be you know, yeah, if you, you can be combative, that's more effective. But if you, it's not in your character, do it. At least you can just say, oh, that's not cool. Or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. No, not, not this shit again. <laughs> you can say it nicely, but yeah. you still have to say it, I guess. Yeah. You've got some wonderful yeah. solution. I wish you could have given me an equally wonderful solution for my dating problems, but <laughs> I am still grateful. Yeah. So, thank you. I, for I'm sure you'll be fine. You know, you're, you're a handsome guy, oh, you know, thank you're you. tall, you're fit, you know, you, you'll be fine. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> Trust you me. hear that, Mom? Joe thinks I'm handsome. Oh, yeah. 
You have a standard of approval. I'm the gold standard. Of yes, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, thank you for yeah. coming, Joe. Appreciate well, thank you so much for having me. Yes, yeah. It's fun. Oh, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad you had a good time. But yeah. yes, I'll, I'll see you around, I'm sure. Okay. And please check Joe Wong out, Mom. He's awesome. Okay, thank you. And, uh, <laughs> and yes, yeah. see you guys next time. All right, I'll see you. One, two, three. Oh crap, cool.